One by-election yesterday, whenever we have by-elections, if they are of significance, we go back on them and take a closer look at what went on, what the numbers might tell us. Now, you may recall in the past couple of weeks, the newly formed MK party has contested two by-elections in KwaZulu-Natal. The one was in uh, Abakalusi, I think, uh, in the Newcastle area. The other much further north in uh, KZN in the Umkanya Kude district. Some of you may know it. Uh, the Pongola Dam, the Josini area, Ingwavuma. Uh, this was up in Upongolo. So it was considerable interest, with considerable interest, I think, that we awaited the result of a ward near Secunda in the Govan Mbeki municipality, uh, a Zulu-speaking area, but in Mpumalanga. So many questions to be asked and answered about how MK and indeed the other parties contesting in Ward 4 in Mbalentle uh, would fare. Let's then look at the what the numbers are and what they might tell us. Election analyst Wayne Sussman, our regular guest on this. Wayne, a very good afternoon to you. So the MK party testing the waters outside of Mpumalanga. How did they do? And if they took some votes, whose votes did they take? Thank you, John. Again, this, this is a risky strategy for a new political party to be contesting by-elections before a major election. An especially risky strategy... Uh, to go into a new province like in Pumalanga. But MK got 28% of the vote. They beat the EFF for uh, the second place in this ward. Uh, they finished quite a distance ahead of the EFF and also took votes away from the ANC. So again, we've seen three by-elections for the MK party. And in every by-election, in every, they've had a credible showing in all three races and need to be taken more and more seriously each time we have this conversation. So in terms of the votes they got, I'm looking at the numbers that, that you shared with us in your Daily Maverick piece. Uh, the ANC won it with 51%, but down from 56 uh, The EFF were 26% in 2021, uh, down to 18%. Uh, what does that tell us? It seems uh, more or less a uh, an equal, uh, what's the word, eating lunch from both tables. Yes, slightly more from the EFF. But again, when MK was formed, I think the ANC had great concerns. But what we've seen, and this was repeated in the by-election yesterday, is that MK is taking away votes from the EFF, that there's this perception that they can do radical economic transformation politics as well as the EFF, if not better. And what we also saw in those two KwaZulu-Natal by-elections is that they can do Zulu traditional um, identity politics also as well, if not better, than the IFP. So this party is really throwing the cat amongst the pigeons, John. Uh, three by-elections, and I think they've got a lot of momentum going into the major election. But the one big caveat is it becomes much harder once you start publishing the list and you see who's in and who's not. Yes. And that will be MK's challenge to keep the party as cohesive and united as it seems now because they're doing well in these by-elections. I, I, this may be the wrong analogy, Wayne Sussman, but it, 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 uh, I'll share it with you and then get your thoughts. I mean, if you take a, a sports team, a football team, for the sake of argument, that has 7,000 passionate fans, it doesn't necessarily mean that however well they do, they are going to end up with 30,000 fans. Let me apply the analogy and ask you this. The, the number of votes were in their low thousands or even high hundreds. I'm not sure, but uh, uh, it, it seems like a very small turnout. Uh, 
Um, does that skew the proportions between parties like this? Because the fact that you may get 28%, for example, or 18% in a low t- turnout election doesn't necessarily mean you'll get 28 when everybody who has an interest in electoral politics is out there queuing. Yeah, look, the turnout wasn't that badly down. I like the analogy, John, but the turnout wasn't so down from uh, from the last election. Okay. I think what uh, the key thing, again, we're not saying that MK is going to turn in Pumalanga politics in its head now. But remember that there are a large swath of Zulu speakers uh, in Pumalanga and Gauteng. Right. And I think... Well, Based on this one result, and you're correct, it's a small township next to Secunda, but based on this result, I think it's fair to say that MK have a good chance of doing well in other similar type environments with a high proportion of Zulu voters um, or uh, speakers in Gauteng and in Pumalanga in the north of South Africa. And look, they're not going to be in the next round of by-elections. Strangely, they're not contesting all these by-elections in KwaZulu-Natal. But I'm sure we're going to see them one more. T- There's a big round of by-elections in April. And uh, we'll see whether they continue this momentum. And, and just finally, on a lighter note, you do note at the end that uh, a party uh, with its origins in the Eastern Cape, funded by the businessman Mehmet Vefa Dag, uh, originally from Turkey, now based in Cape Town, he's created the Truth and Solidarity Movement, I believe it's called. And you say, I have to say, rather deadpan, Wayne, Mehmet Vefa Dag's Truth had a poor Pumalanga debut. Its candidate, Sabelo Nkosi, did not even vote for himself as the party received zero votes. Is that a first in South African electoral politics? I, I would imagine there's a good chance it is. Well, John, it's good. Uh, it is. Uh, we need these light moments in our lives. So, it's, it's, uh, so I don't know if it's a good answer. It's not the first time we've seen oh. it before. I think we last saw it about two years ago. But again, on a serious note, a new party trying to contest by-elections but doing terribly, and that might mean that they're not going to be in they, I don't think they'll be a fact in our big elections. Yes, and Sabello and Corsi may have some explaining to do for, to his party leader. You failed to vote for yourself. That's a first for me anyway. 